Let's mother hacking do this. <laughs> My goodness. Hello, you guys. I'm trying not to scream because I'm so excited, but welcome back. Okay, not welcome back, actually. Welcome to a brand new bitch, baby. Welcome <laughs> to Actually Alexandra 2.0. Um, if you are new here, the name of this podcast used to be Fierce to Freedom, but if you are not new here, you know that, and you might have noticed, we changed that name. So, First of all, hello. This is the first episode of season two, okay? There was another episode. I deleted that because I'm a brand new person, okay? And I just need to, I needed a little rebirth. So this is the rebirth of actually Alexandra and I feel like a new person and I'm going to get into it um, in this episode. But yeah, so the name of the podcast was Fierce to Freedom and I just wasn't resonating with that name anymore. So we changed it. We shed that layer as I allow myself to grow into my fullest self, which I'm going to talk more about in this episode too. Um, and yeah, now it's just actually Alexander Radio. And honestly, that's just because I want this to be a place where I can just feel like I can talk about anything and it doesn't have to fall into a certain category. And if you're new here, I talk a lot about self-love. I talk about self-worth, confidence, like knowing your worth and I talk about self-love in a, in a deeper way, like forming a connection with yourself um, and just being yourself and owning who you are. I talk about mental health. I literally, there's nothing off the table. I've had an episode about sex. So I just want this episode to be free and be me or this podcast to be free and be me. So I just named it Actual Alexandra Radio because honestly, that's why my name on Instagram is actually Alexandra because I just want to be actually me. And I keep one thing I realized is I keep trying to force myself and like to box myself into categories, be like, this is how I should show up for the world. But bish, uh-uh, I show up as myself every damn day, no matter who's around. And I don't like forcing myself to fall into a category of like, oh, this girl recovered for, from her eating disorder. Now she preaches food freedom and all that stuff, which I still do. But like, I want this to embody me because my, one of my main messages is for you to embody you and who you are in the fullest form, to never place yourself in a category of anything. I mean, even like, for example, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a lifter. That used to be my label in the gym. I was a lifter. And guess what? That scared me from doing anything else because I was freaking, I didn't want to step out of my category. So I just have this category of being actually freaking me and inspiring you to do the same. So let me just dive in to this episode um, and tell you guys a little bit about what's going to be going on here because if you are new here, this is, I mean, hello and welcome, and, but if you are not new here, thanks for sticking with me through all the BS and all my change and all whatever. I'm so excited. I feel like a better version of a past me, but also a brand new me, if that makes sense. Um, so I just want to kind of give you guys... A little bit of like a reintroduction to me and what you can expect from now on and just be really vulnerable, transparent, open, honest, and yeah. So in this episode, I kind of want to give you guys a life update and like I said, a reintroduction. Okay, I'm going to be spilling the tea on my life. Okay, there's really not tea. I just have felt like I've been in this closet for a long, long time 
and I feel it's funny I say that because I'm literally recording this in a closet (laughs) but um I finally feel like I'm out of the closet that I've placed myself in and I finally feel like I'm ready to fully embrace my new self not my new self because when I say like oh I'm a new person I just mean like I've evolved a lot and I feel like I was stopping myself from showing my full evolution because I wasn't fully allowing myself Like, I was afraid to let go parts of, like, the past versions of me because, like, I want to be the – I want you guys to, like, still relate to me and, like, I still want to help you guys and all of that. So, I I was really letting that hold me back. But, like, I feel like this more evolved version of me can help you guys even more, you know? Um, But I want to talk about the last few months of my life. Honestly, I would probably say the last year of my life – deep healing, falling out of love, falling out of self-love, gaining it back, um, shedding layers and allowing, allowing yourself to grow. So really, this is just a, and I ramble a lot if you're new here too, so I apologize. Um, but yeah, this is really just a what the heck has happened to actually Alexandra and what is coming. Because when I say that I have been working at what is coming for over a year, I <laughs> I promise you I have been working at what has been coming for over a year. This change, this evolution, this transformation, it has been ongoing for a year and I finally, finally feel like I'm at the very end. I'm, I'm that butterfly or I'm the caterpillar who is literally on its way out of the cocoon and I'm ready to freaking spread my full wings for you guys. Um, and right now I am while I record this, I am saging myself, like cleansing my energy. So this is brand new. We have some brand new energy in here. And if you guys thought I was woo woo before, you guys are going to think I am just off my rocker. (laughs) All right. So let's back it up. Okay. Let's back it up. And to be honest with you guys, I feel like my life has been a whirlwind for at least eight months straight. Honestly, it feels like a blur. But at the same time, it feels like it all just went down yesterday. Like, I feel like when I talk about it, a tornado picked me up about eight months ago. And I was in the tornado being spun around and and spit me out on the other side. And now here I am looking back thinking, what the hell happened? What freaking happened? What has my life been? And I am going to fully embrace my my new woo-woo and let you guys know that I feel around this time last year, I started a spiritual awakening. Um, and I just, what that means to me is I started getting a deeper sense of my intuition and honestly, a deeper relationship with myself. That's when I say spirituality, I really just mean my, my relationship with myself. Um, but anyways, so a few months ago in the midst of this, I lost myself. I lost myself to a relationship with another human. Um, I got into my first relationship since my eating disorder. So I'll get into that. But I first just want to say it was not about this other person. Like, it was not about him. Um, You guys know, I've talked about him on this podcast before. His name was Mike. So it wasn't about him. There's never any blame towards him. Um, before anyone like goes and says, I'm like talking bad about my ex or that I'm blaming him. Like, no, 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 this is not a story about him. This is a story about me. Okay. It was about me and the internal triggers that this relationship brought out in me. 
okay? Triggers that would have been brought out by any new relationship that I got into. And that's why I said that it was my first one since my eating disorder because here's the thing. I clearly was not ready to be in a relationship, which obviously I didn't know at the time. Like, I had spent so long working at my relationship with myself and I was so confident and I loved myself so much that I was like, and I had been not in, I'd been single for, for so long that I was like, okay, yeah, I can handle a relationship. Um, but I was quickly proven wrong. Uh, okay, not quickly, but you know what I mean. Um, and so the only relationship that I've ever had before this was one that was during my eating disorder. And I mean like during the depths of my eating disorder. Like when I really didn't know myself at all, I really didn't love myself at all. I was like really questioned my worth. I looked in the mirror every day and felt like I wasn't good enough. Um, so, you know, and I healed from my eating disorder through self-love. Obviously that took years and this isn't a story about my eating disorder. Um, but at the root of my eating disorder is something I've always said was my low self-esteem and the fact that I really didn't love myself and I just really had these low beliefs about my self-worth. And so recovering from that eating disorder took finding myself and realizing that I am a worthy human and finding so much confidence in this beautiful soul that I am and developing this deep sense of self-love. And also, sorry if you guys hear clicking, um, I have like notes, which I never write notes, but I feel like I have so much to say. So I'm like clicking back and forth on my laptop. Um, but yeah, so after my eating disorder, which I will say I felt recovered from in like 2018, um, like since being out of that first relationship and recovering from my eating disorder, I worked tirelessly at the relationship that I had with myself. I worked tirelessly to build up my sense of self-worth, my self-esteem, my confidence, um, to be the girl that loved herself so much that she didn't care what anyone else thought, to wear whatever she wanted and show up and, and say whatever she wanted and, and just show up to life as nothing but myself, you know? I worked so hard to just think like, oh, I'm, I'm freaking cool as frick. So since 2017, it's been me and me, okay? To, since 2017. Me and me. No boyfriends, no relationships, except for me and mine. Now, I wouldn't say my relationship with myself has been, like, good ever since then. I wouldn't say, since 2017, I've loved myself and blah, blah, blah. But that's when I really started working towards it. And 2019 was when, at the end of 2019 was when I was like, frick yeah. Frick yeah. I, I am the coolest person on this planet to myself. Everyone else is cool in their own way, but I'm also really, really cool. Um, so for so long, since 2019, I literally felt unshakable. I felt like nothing, like when I really found my sense of self-worth and confidence and whatever, I felt unshakable. I felt like nothing could rock me. I didn't struggle with any form of my eating disorder or any thoughts anymore. I had the confidence that I had literally never known in my life. I never even knew that like this type of confidence was available. Not because I thought I was better than anyone else because I realized I was just as worthy, just as enough as anyone else on this planet, just as lovable, just as whatever to, I could wear the crop top too, and I can speak my mind too, and I can talk to the boy I wanted to talk to too, because I was me. 
And that was really special. I was finally me without this little voice in my head screaming at me about my insecurities, telling me that I wasn't enough all of the time. So since 2019, I have been this rock solid, confident as brick me. Okay. So there I am, my own best friend, all the self-love confidence in the world, um, really formed a deep, deep relationship with myself, which I'm so proud to say I have. And I'm like giving myself a hug right now because like, we, I wish I could like hold my hand. We are, well, I can, <laughs> but I'm my own best friend. And finally, me being my own best friend got into an, uh, a relationship with another person after so long of working on myself. So this past summer, summer 2020, I was like, yeah, I like this kid. I like this kid. <laughs> That's me and my brain. Um, and I, finally want to be in a relationship. I had no desire to be in a relationship before, really. And finally, I met someone who made me have a strong desire to be in a relationship with them. And all of a sudden, it's like the rug fell from underneath me. All of a sudden, I, I didn't have to just worry about, hey, I think I'm cool and and I love myself and I like this outfit and whatever. <laughs> um... I kind of had to, or like, I'm going to go off and do this thing. Like I had to worry about, oh my God, what does he think though? Or at least like, see, this is why I say like, I don't think I knew how to be in a relationship. But anyways, um, I first like, like I found old fears popping up for me. Nothing really about me, like nothing related. I will say that this (laughs) little snippet this is how I know real recovery from an eating disorder is possible because I never even once thought of going back to my eating disorder. I never was like, I'm not eating because I need to lose weight and blah, 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 which my eating disorder really was spiraled. I spiraled into my eating disorder in 2012 after like a middle school version of or high school version of like a heartbreak, you know? So, um, that just tells you my self-esteem and my self-worth were really low if I let this boy in the past, like, make me feel really low about myself to spiral into an eating disorder. So this is how I know. Obviously, there's more to it. <laughs> it wasn't just about that boy. My mom always says, that was the camel that broke, that was a straw that broke the camel's back because there was so much of my past piling up and then this made, whatever. I'm just, like, being confusing right now. Anyways... So I, when I got into my relationship in like June, I would say we started talking and stuff, maybe May, um, I found old fears popping up, like inner child stuff. Okay. Old fears that I had around like abandonment, um, that I thought that I'd worked through. For instance, like before we officially started dating, I would get really nervous whenever he pulled out of my driveway or like if we didn't have plans to hang out, um, that, like, I would never see him again. And that doesn't make me crazy, okay? I'm not like, oh, she's a crazy girlfriend. It was an internal trigger sent from past experiences that told me, that showed me people leave and don't come back. People leave and don't come back. And not only people leave and don't come back, but people you really freaking care about, they leave and they don't come back. So cue the anxiety up the yin-yang summer 2020. But still, I was happier than ever. Um, I, I've worked so hard that I'm strong enough now not to let my anxiety control me. And sure, there were some days where I felt 
where like the anxiety felt extra heavy. But my newfound like my my newfound self discovered I now know how to care for my anxiety, how to tend to it instead of allowing it to make me spiral. Um, so honestly, like I think something that never gets talked about, and I'm not sure if it happens for other people, but like for me, is when you get into a relationship with someone else, especially after like just being you yourself, vibing with yourself for so long, it can resurface a lot of things for you. Your world is literally colliding with someone else. I was so good and so confident on my own and, and so loving who I was and so happy with myself. And I never realized that being in a relationship could bring out parts in me that that I thought were gone. That I thought, like, parts of me that were like, wait, maybe I'm not as cool and, and not as dope as I, as I thought I was. And again, it's not about that other person. It's about all this underlying inner child stuff that I had not worked through. Because, like, you recover from your eating disorder. And, I mean, even if you've never had an eating disorder, like, a a relationship obviously still has... Everyone has a past and and past traumas and past inner child stuff stored in them and and past experiences that, that have hurt them that maybe they haven't worked through yet. So, for me, it's like, oh... You recover from your eating disorder and you think you are literally healed from everything. And then the universe sends you something to shake up your whole world, this relationship. Um, and you realize, oh my God, my eating disorder was, was just my cover up for all these underlying feelings. And yeah, I, I recovered from using my eating disorder to as a band-aid for these feelings, but... Some of this shiz, some of this deep, heavy shiz still lives within me. So the universe literally slapped that in my face to be like, yo, girl, you're doing great, but you have some stuff to work on. You have some things that are not healed within you. And honestly, I'm so grateful that I had the the chance to see those deeper things that were not healed within me. Um, so I could get the chance to heal them and heal them in in a healthy way, heal them in not turning to an eating disorder like I did in the past. Anyways, um, so during this all, like during getting into my relationship with my now ex-boyfriend, um, I can say I actually deepened the relationship with myself. It may sound weird, but I'll explain throughout the episode. So, the deepening of the relationship with myself and becoming my own best friend really started before my relationship with Mike started. Um, like right before in the end of March 2020, that's when I began to, what I'll say, like my spiritual awakening. That's when I began to find this deeper me than ever before. And no, I know some people, again, might not believe or align and stuff. And it's not a casual thing to just throw out like, oh, I start my spiritual awakening. But yeah. Um, so in Jim's clothes, I started to find a way, like, I still wanted to find a way to move my body, and I remember, like, I would do at-home little, like, resistance band workouts, and then after, I would get on my mat and just put meditative music on and literally just move my body. It started with, like, literally flailing my legs. I would lay on my back and connect deeply to my core and slowly move my legs, and my eyes were closed, and, you know, I would move my legs in circles, scissor them, whatever I felt called to. And that's when I really began to get this more deepened, like 
sense of being in touch with my soul and my mind and my body. My soul felt truly like one. And my body would literally tell me how I wanted to move and I would listen. And from there, I learned about Pilates, yoga, and my practices grew and yada yada. It was became more than just flailing my legs. Um, that's also around the time I began meditation. I got my first deck of oracle cards, started pulling cards every day. And I feel like truly my life and me were changing at a rapid pace and I was growing. I was deepening like, oh my goodness, I'm getting so connected to this soul that's within me, to who I really am. Um, and so then the relationship with someone else, with Mike, started... I think, like, the end of May, we started talking, um, so, yeah, so, we began talking, whatnot, and July, we're hanging out, like, every day, everything was good, but again, old fears resurfacing, this fear of abandonment, this fear of, um, like, I started to notice this little inner critic in my head that was sounding very familiar to that inner critic of my past, like, things like questioning my outfits, which I don't freaking do. I am the girl that shows up in a big hoodie because that's what I like myself in no matter what. I was questioning my outfits. I was like, literally, I found myself not being as confident. I found myself, you know, moments popping up of asking myself, like, was I good enough? Like, was I really as lovable as I thought I was? Um, I think there were a lot of things that I had to learn about being in a relationship when things came up or we had, like, a little tiff um and I would start wondering like what am I doing wrong like why don't I know how to love someone like why am I not doing a good job with this and whatever so this little inner critic started popping up for me again and honestly that is pretty much what gets me to talking about what we're going to be talking about today um I felt like an imposter during this time like, when all these old habits started. So, like, this this episode is not about my relationship did this to me or whatever. This episode is about my last few months and how it was really hard for me to show up on Instagram. It was really hard for me to show up on the podcast. It was really hard for me to show up because I... And I might start crying during this episode because I'm like, I've been going through so much healing these last few months and talking about it is hard, but I'm also really excited to finally feel like I'm, I have a breath of fresh air. Um, so yeah, so anyways, I, during this time, you know, our relationship between Mike and I, we ended up breaking up and so yeah, then I also had to deal with going through a breakup and feeling a lot of heartbreak and I can honestly say I've never dealt with heartbreak. I'm 25 and I've never experienced it. I've had one relationship in the past but I didn't experience heartbreak because when it ended it was more of like falling out of love than rather than something that felt really messy and and broken and, and like the only choice was to leave even though you're still really in love. Like this was what my last relationship just ended like that like still really in love and and it felt like my only choice was to leave and choose myself right in those moments um and yeah so I had a lot of healing to do and I I'm someone who I don't just 
like, oh, something happens in my life and I move on. I realize that I need to, like, if something like this happens where I'm going through heartbreak, like, I need to look within and I really need to figure out myself and figure out what happened and figure out, like, like, hold myself through that. But anyways, um, at the same time of experiencing this heartbreak, I was also dealing with a lot of things internally and stuff I won't really get into right now, but... I will say, um, I was, I moved into my own apartment by myself in September or October and then winter came and I experienced seasonal depression like never before and I was in my apartment alone and I, it just was not good for me to be alone all the time, um, with my seasonal depression and yeah, so, Anyways, I feel like I'm rambling. I'm really sorry. But I'm going to go. I'm going to stop looking at my notes now because I think that's why I'm rambling and just speak from my heart. Um, So I'm feeling, I was feeling this heartbreak. This was around December. I'm really sorry if this, if this episode is messy. I was kind of really nervous to come back to you guys and hope I'm accepted. Um, But yeah, so feeling a lot of heartbreak, having to hold yourself through that heartbreak sucks. Um, but again, that's why I say this catapulted me into like being my own best friend. Cause I held myself through a freaking lot these past months, but I want to revert back to where I was saying I felt like an imposter because here I am on Instagram and my main message is to love yourself and to be your own best friend and that you are worthy and, and to be confident and, and that nobody should make you doubt yourself. And all of a sudden here I am doubting myself and not feeling as confident as I know that I am and looking in the mirror and just just questioning myself and questioning my worth and only for moments and I this is why like my like I truly feel like I had to go through all of this I feel like I had to go through these last few months of my life to really deepen my self-love because old Allie would have looked in the mirror and when she was questioning herself she would have said yeah you're right you're not worthy you're not lovable she would have blamed herself she would have turned against herself but me Allie now I know how to care for myself and to nurture myself and to hold myself through that and I think that is truly the essence of self-love it's not to look in the mirror and and for your life to be perfect and because I can tell you right now my life hasn't been perfect for the last few months and I hugged myself through it I let myself cry so hard anytime I needed to cry I bawled my eyes out every night for a long time and in those moments of bawling my eyes out it wasn't oh my god, I'm so sad. I suck. It was, I'm sad. I'm going to sit here and hold space for myself while I'm sad. I'm going to hold myself through it. I'm going to look at myself like I would look at my best friend and ask myself, what does my soul need? How can I nurture you through this right now, Allie? What do you need? Do you need to sit here and cry? Do you need to take a walk? Like, what does your little tender heart need? I love you so freaking much. I'm going to take care of you. You are safe. You are loved. I I mean, that is a big part of self-love. And so, anyways, sorry again I'm rambling, but 
I don't know, it was so hard for me to show up when I felt like I didn't, I was changing and also I, I was not, I didn't have my normal energy. I remember my mom, before I left for Miami, um, I went to Miami for part of the winter because I just couldn't take the seasonal depression. Anyways, before I left, my mom had kind of told me like she was scared. She was seeing like this darkness in my face that she hadn't seen. And then my nephew came to visit me in Miami and he was like, something with you is off. Like your energy just isn't there. And it's like, I did not feel like myself. And it's so hard to show up when I want to tell you guys to love yourself. And I was like struggling and I, when I, when I'm sad, it's like, I'm, I'm sad that I struggled because I'm so happy right now. But like, I just want to hug that past version of myself who was feeling really sad and show her like, hey, Allie, you're going to be okay and you're going to be, you're finding yourself again. Like, you are meant to go through this experience because you are deepening, you're actually deepening your self-love even if you feel like everything's been ripped out from under you right now. So like I said, um, I went to Miami for the winter and I knew at this point that I needed some deep, deep, deep healing, but I wanted to avoid the heck out of that. I, I wanted to, I didn't want to. So I put on band-aids. I distracted myself with anything that I could, um, to, and like tried to pretend I was fine. And like, I, I tried to keep forcing myself to like show up on Instagram and podcasts and all that stuff. And I realized like, oh, like, this isn't working. Like, I was trying to force myself into the radical self-love and overwhelming confidence and the bubbly personality that I usually share with the world because, not because I'm like, oh, they need this, because I was like, I need to be that person for myself again. And I force, like, you cannot rush healing, okay? You cannot rush healing. Um, I want to talk about the band-aids that we put on whenever we know we need to heal. That's what I call them. Because as humans, we want to avoid hard feelings. We want to avoid the things that keep us up crying at night or the moments of loneliness or the thoughts of what is wrong with me. We want to avoid any hurt. We want to cover our wounds and pretend they don't exist. And for years, that's exactly what my eating disorder was. So, this past winter when I went to Miami, that's exactly what I did. Not my eating disorder. Mm-mm. I started putting on band-aids. Actually, I kind of started doing it before Miami. I just didn't want to feel. Um, I kind of numb myself. And as I was writing my notes about this episode, I started to get really emotional as I thought about this stuff. I, I like paused for a minute and I held myself, and I just, like, let myself feel my own touch and my own heartbeat and hug myself <laughs> for, I was hugging myself to be, like, that past version of you, like, I'm hugging that little hurting version of you, and it's okay, um, and that's real self-love. Anyways, I, so I started numbing my emotions. I just didn't want to feel, I started dissociating, um, I just wasn't coping in a healthy mindset, um, but I also did cope in a healthy way of crying on my yoga mat and, f- and flowing and meditating and journaling and held myself through so much. I didn't blame myself. And I think really I was so sick of holding myself through the hurt 
that band-aids felt like my only option because I didn't want to feel. Like, I hold myself through a lot, and that's me being my own best friend. But when all trauma, like, old trauma wounds pop up that you don't even realize were there, it's like, what the F is going on? And it's like, when when another person you're with, like, they don't really understand that you're having old trauma wounds pop up and, and feel like you can't talk to that person about it, like my ex-boyfriend, it's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like my relationship broke me in ways that I didn't expect, and when it when I say that, again, it's not placing blame on him or anyone. It was all within, and it would have happened with any relationship, but whatever. Um, when I went to Miami, knowing I needed to heal, I just pretend I didn't. <laughs> so I just put off feeling my sadness. I put off whatever. And I soon realized that Band-Aids don't heal the deeper wounds within. They never will for any of us. And that shiz will get stored up inside of us. And I felt like this weight on my whole body for so long and I just knew that in order to release I needed to feel and from there I went on my Instagram break for two months I let myself feel every single thing and every single thought I let myself cry harder than I've ever cried um in moments where I missed my ex I learned to lean into the sadness and help myself through it instead of forcing myself to shake it off and be happy I sat with it I sat with those emotions which I think is so important um I got curious with those emotions I looked deeper into them I didn't I didn't let those I didn't let that just be my truth like why am I sad why am I feeling like I'm missing this person what is going on? I got to the root of them. I figured out why I felt so hurt or why my relationship didn't work or looked at parts of me that handled things wrong. I looked at myself with a really honest lens to see where I went wrong or what I did that wasn't right. And being really self-aware is a, is a blessing and also a freaking curse because if you're super honest with yourself, then like you can also see the parts of you that don't always act right. Um, but yeah, I knew I needed to heal and I was healing that's what I was doing when I let myself feel. But girlfriend, let me tell you, healing sometimes feels like breaking. But here's the cool thing. When I'm healing from something, I know I'm not breaking. When I'm bawling my eyes out on the floor, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you guys might think I sound crazy, but this is just what I've come to know is that like, I'm healing. I'm letting this all out so I can rebuild something so brand new for myself. Um... Oh my god, you guys might hear my mom's dog barking because my mom got a dog. <laughs> but anyways, I just like, I know I'm all over the place with this episode and I'm really sorry, but I feel like such a brand new me because I let myself go through all these months of feeling like I've, I lost myself and fighting like hell to get back to this confident self that I am, this, this happy self, this self-loving self bff self and I don't know I'm just I guess here's the thing I had never been like sorry I keep going to like since I recovered from my eating disorder but truly since then I had never really been through anything that challenged my self-love until this point or challenged my self-worth until this point um and that's what made me feel like such a fraud. And I was like, I don't even know how to show up on Instagram through some of this. This is more in like the fall months because in the summer I was still vibing with myself. But anyways, I can see now that this was the 
catalyst. This is what alchemized my true self-love because I still believe in the self-love that I always preach to you guys, but I have deepened what self-love really, really means to me. I actually wrote an Instagram caption about it and I'm going to read it. Let me find it. All right. Without further ado. 2020 cracked me open in ways I didn't know possible, challenged me in ways I didn't know I needed to be challenged, healed me in ways I didn't know I needed to be healed. The stillness, the slow lit, the slowness, the sitting with emotions and thoughts and feelings that I never used to allow myself to sit with. I faced a lot of external turmoil, a lot of situations that were meant to shake me. But through that, I learned that I have the power to create peace within. That no matter what my external world threw at me, I could always return to a place of calm in myself. A peace more steady and stable and more comforting than anything I'd ever known. Self-love was a part of my life before, but I took it to a whole new level this year. A more intimate level. And honestly, pause, this is not in the caption, but I'm still like 2021, the, the first few months of it, we're in what, May? Oh my god, that's crazy. Um, I've also taken it to such a deeper level. Um, okay. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> self-love took on a whole new meaning, one deeper than I ever knew it to. I cultivated the most beautiful relationship with myself, simply because I was forced to. I faced a lot of hurt from uncovering certain parts of myself, from shedding layers, from finding deeper wounds within that still needed tending to. I was forced to learn to nurture myself, forced to learn to rely on self-love rather than self-sabotage. I cried a lot, but I also healed a lot. It was a beautiful year of growth, of discovery, of breaking down and leaning on my own strength to rebuild, and I'm so beyond grateful for it all. The happiness, the hurt, the healing, and everything in between. I found the truest form of home within, the most sincere form of inner peace. And in 2021, my intention is simply to keep returning to that home within. To keep finding my sense of inner peace, to keep uncovering parts of myself and shedding layers, becoming, to keep cultivating the relationship that I have with myself, to continue showing up for myself, to keep finding my anchor within when seas get rough, and more than anything, to continue to allow life to crack me open. My word for 2021 is open. Open to finding, open to becoming, open to growing, even when it hurts. The end result is always beautiful. I'm open for anything and everything that 2021 has to offer or throw at me. And cheers to that. So through like the coolest thing, like I'm able to look back at the, the last few months of my life with so much gratitude and so much like, oh my goodness, it catapulted me into this deeper relationship with myself. Like even through the moments where I found myself having those questions of like, am I good enough? I knew those weren't real. I knew I was good enough. That's the thing. I knew it. And and that's the difference between old Allie when in the past when she said, am I good enough? Like past 2017 Allie. She'd be like, nah, I'm not good enough. But this Allie, if she had a moment of, am I good enough? My real Allie self would come in and be like, bitch, yes, you are good enough. You never have to question that. The turmoil that I faced forced me to Learn how to nurture myself when I used to abandon myself in the past. Self-love, like that is what self-love is. And that's what I want to teach you or inspire you and preach to you guys and empower you guys to find. 
It's just self-love. We're all going to have storms that shake us up in life. We're all going to have people that try and make us feel like we're not good enough. We're all going to have situations that make us feel like we're not good enough. We're all going to have people that judge us. We're all going to have people that talk about us or have their opinions on us. Trust me, I have a few that are probably listening right now that'll probably like send this podcast and be like, oh my God, did you hear what Allie said in your podcast? <laughs> and I'm so over anyone in like having anyone like that in my life. Um, <laughs> True story. But anyways, that is like we're all going to have those situations. But when you can come back to that anchor within and love yourself through it and nurture yourself through it and and hold yourself through it, that is self-love, baby. That is the medicine. That is your superpower. And I, through a storm that life sent me, or maybe a few, I cultivated the strongest superpower, okay? I built up that superpower. I worked that superpower like a gym in the muscle. <laughs> like a muscle in the gym. And it felt so hard to show up on Instagram, like I was saying, because I'm this happy-go-lucky, bubbly, carefree person. You guys know me. I dance around. I, I'm funny. Well, I think I'm funny. I I have this this liveliness to me that people have told me, this light. And I felt like for so long, I lost that. But I didn't lose it. It was there all along. And I was being forced to find it, to show myself how freaking strong I am. And mm, I am the strongest bitch in that self-love gym. (laughs) Um, Why do I think I'm so funny? But you guys, uh, I... I'm breathing now. I am in, because I healed through all these things because I let myself feel it because I worked so effort tirelessly, not effortlessly. There's a lot of effort at healing and I trusted so hard. I trusted the whole way. I knew the whole way that I was going to find the light again. I knew the whole way that I could lean on myself that I was going to carry myself through that. And and that is so much there's so much beauty in that. I think letting life crack me open is just like, mm, it just, it catapulted me. It, it, catal- it was the catalyst for this new version of me. And I'm so grateful. Like I literally am like hugging myself, like squeezing myself because it's just like, I'm excited for what's coming. And like self-love isn't looking at yourself in the mirror and loving what you see or loving every part of who you are. It's facing yourself with honesty, which sometimes freaking hurts. It's, it means that like self-love doesn't even mean that you never have those moments again of like questioning your worth. Cause those moments, I could have those thoughts. I could have the, again, the, the questioning my worth and questioning my lovability and questioning my enoughness and not attached to them. I could have those thoughts and know that they were not my truth. I could have the questions of why am I not lovable or good enough? What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? What happened? Like what happened when I had those thoughts? I freaking nurtured them. I tended to them with love and care and compassion. I looked at them for what they were, a part of me that was hurting. Those weren't me. That was a piece of me within that was hurting. And so instead of running rampant with those thoughts and crying because I'm not lovable, I looked at those thoughts as if they were a little child and and they needed to be cared for. I looked at the thought and I held myself. I looked at myself and I said, baby girl, you are lovable. And I asked, where am I acting from unhealed hurt? Because that's all this stuff is. When we are hurting, it's something within us. And so you have to let yourself get to the root 
or else you're going to run rampant with the thoughts and think the I'm not lovable. I had to figure out where is my inner child hurting? What is she needing? And I healed through those moments with loving myself and showing up for myself, not abandoning myself. And that is self-love. That is real self-love. And yes, self-love can can look in the mirror and be like, damn, I am looking good today. Or like, I'm so cool. I'm amazing. I have so many great qualities. Like, yes, it's a part of self-love. Buy yourself a freaking new purse. (laughs) Do girls like those? (laughs) Do people like those? but get your nails done whatever because you deserve it treat yourself whatever but that's the surface level of self-love knowing your worth protecting your peace setting boundaries that's part of self-love the most uh, all of that but really the most powerful form of self-love is the type that you can use to heal yourself through the hard moments that shit is powerful baby I am a freaking superhero I believe it so this process these things they deepened me I found so many new ways of healing, um, which I'll talk about in different episodes. I've worked with intuitive healers. I've become my own intuitive healer, taking up Reiki, all these things that I'm going to be sharing with you guys soon. Um, anyways, but I was shedding so many layers of past identities of myself and, and outgrowing old versions of myself, outdated versions. And shedding layers and allowing yourself to step into this new identity comes with fear. It comes with fear. And I think sometimes I let myself get so scared that like, oh my God, these these people on my platform, my community, you, my little BFF that I wish I could hug, they know me as this one person. They know me as who they've always known me as, but I'm growing. I'm brand new. But guess what? I like I stopped myself from growing a little because I wanted to still be parts of the alley that you guys know, and, and I still am parts, but but I'm also new parts, and I want to be able to share those new parts with the world and because I preach to you guys self-love and be your own best friend and that is what my business has run around I have created a program fears to freedom that has run around this I have literally what how do you say it rerooted my business torn my business up I have restarted I am in the process of I've been in the process of this this recreation for about a year and I'm finally letting myself step the frick into it because guess what I I had so much power to heal myself and I know that you know this is just the beginning of me stepping outside of the box that I put myself in and showing up fully aligned and staying in my true purpose because my purpose is so much deeper than bringing you to food freedom or confidence or whatever. Yes, I want to show you those things are possible, but for my purpose is so much deeper than that. It's to help you get back to you, to help you lean on the answers that have always been within because I was leaning on like I was looking to everyone else for a while to like help me please but every answer that I needed was within I'm my own healer my purpose is to to help you see the deep levels of what self-love truly is my purpose is to show you that your worth is innate my purpose is to help you become unshakable not so that you never cry but so that when you are crying you say hey baby girl we're gonna carry you through this my purpose is to show you how to become your own best friend and that is why I have literally literally gone what is the word that I'm looking for I don't know recreated my business from the ground up and guess what 
I know my ways work. And if someone wants, like, I think part of me was like, people are going to think this is crazy once I show this to the world or once I have my offerings um, because I was once a food freedom coach and all these things. But guess what? I'm allowing myself to make the mother freaking switch. I know my ways work. And if someone wants to question them or question me and who I am or, or what I do, so be it. I'll let them question me, but I urge you to be open to healing in whatever way you can. Don't close yourself off to something because it sounds weird or makes you look weird. Like past me, you think past me would have been pulling oracle cards and meditating and guiding herself through moving meditations and doing energy healing. No way. No way. Because I thought it looked freaking weird and it does. Kundalini meditation and breath work and energy healing, like they look whack on the outside, but oh my God, do they bring you this deeper inside like connection. And that is like when you form a connection with your inner being, you're freaking unshakable. Well, yeah, like you're shakable, but you always return to that place of peace within. So even when my life has been a storm for the literal last year, guess what? I always returned to that place of peace within. I always was able to heal myself in some way. And I need, like, my purpose here is is to remind you that you have everything within you to empower yourself. To to remind you that through hard seasons, you don't have to turn to self-sabotage. And so when I say this is actually Alexandra 2.0, this is me being me. This is me just actually being me. Growing through and flowing through what I go through. Because life is pretty dang good, but it will always throw shit at us. And this is this is me stepping into my power that I have not allowed myself to step in for too long because I'm like, who am I to do this? Who am I, who the hell am I not to? Who the hell am I not to say, hey, I have created this really beautiful method of healing, but I'm gonna keep it to myself um because I'm I've been a food freedom coach, blah blah blah. Hell no. I'm switching it up. My offerings are going to be changing. I'm going to have some. And that's why this is why nothing's worked for me. Not nothing's worked for me in the past, but this is why I was never able to stick to things because like within my own business, because I always knew there was this deeper calling for me. I always knew when I was coaching girls, it didn't feel like enough to give them this information and be like, here, do this. It never felt like enough. So what I have created and what I'm still creating and what I'm going to be continue to do as my continuing to do moving forward in my business is the most beautiful thing that I cannot wait to offer you and that I cannot wait to have you work with me on. Um, there will be one-to-one ways to work, one-on-one ways to work with me. There will be group ways and I cannot freaking wait. I literally... My program used to be called Fierce to Freedom um, that I would coach girls through finding self-love and food freedom, really. We talk a lot about food freedom. But guess what? I I was literally, you guys might so- think I sound insane, but I think I was made to go through this to actually figure out what self-love was, to actually figure out how to help yourself through things, to find a deeper meaning. Like I, I have created a whole new business structure for myself through it. I have... I don't know. I just, I'm confident and I cannot wait to bring this stuff to the world. Um, and I really can't wait for what's to come for actually Alexandra 2.0. Um, there was honestly times where I was like, I'm going to switch my Instagram name or just like 
delete my Instagram and start a whole new one because when you go through such a shift within yourself, it's like, it is scary to be like, oh my God, what are, like, they only know this version of me, but allowing yourself to shed layers is the most beautiful freaking thing. And you guys, I feel, I hope you guys can hear it in my voice because I have the biggest smile. I feel a restored light in me. And I am so proud of myself because I worked so hard to find this light again. I fought so hard to get to this light again. And I cannot wait to share it with you. I cannot wait to share my light with you again. Because I think like really, not to sound like conceited or cocky or whatever, but I really think that like I have such a big purpose and I have kept myself playing it small And I'm finally ready to like step into that purpose. And when I say that, I just mean like I look at past little Allie who was sad, like past past Allie when she had her eating disorder and like raging depression and and self-harm and all that stuff. And I really am just like, girlfriend, look at where you got yourself to. You are freaking amazing and you have so much purpose in this world and like you need to help girls who are were just like past you you need to help anyone who was just who had the same feelings just like you used to have I don't want I the thought of girls like looking in the mirror and being sad about themselves or like not loving themselves or like under eating because like they want to have a flat stomach like that literally rips my heart out because I'm crushed because I just like I want to give you a hug and be like girlfriend you are worthy and lovable just as you are and like my deep innate purpose on this world is to bring you guys to that and so I'm fully stepping into my power I'm fully embodying who I really am and my purpose on this earth and it's scary to make business changes when you have always had this one way that's just worked um but it's not working for my soul anymore and I remember I said that in a podcast a while ago and I I let fear stop me I let fear stop me from making the change. I, I remember I said, it's working financially. It's working this. It's, it's working like I'm getting clients, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't working for my soul. And I kept going because I'm like, well, like I'm kind of scared to change. I am mother heckin embracing change. And I really hope you guys can embrace me through the change as well. But if you don't, I can totally understand. Like as we grow, we don't always align with the same people. So as I grow and change you might not align with me anymore and that's okay. And I can see that like, I think one thing was like, I'm going to lose a bunch of followers. Um, but here's the thing. When you shine your authentic light on this world, you might lose people, but you also make room for the people who are meant to be there. And so it's like, I'm inviting you, like by shining my authentic light, I'm inviting who is meant for me to step through the door and come and or stay stay in the, stay in the party and I'm inviting whoever is not meant for me whoever does not resonate with me anymore to step out the door with no hard feelings doors open baby not that I want to see you go but you know you can't stick yourself to people that don't align with you anymore and anyways I'm gonna end this episode because it's getting really long but there's going to be so many, you guys, I've recorded episodes. I have, oh, I'm coming, I, I'm, I'm home with myself again. And, and when, when I say that, I mean, I am home with me. I'm not like in a physical house. I mean, I am as I record this, but 
me. I am back fully in my home and I cannot, I just, I have so much to share with you guys and I hope you guys can feel the love that I have or hear the love that I have through this podcast and this is like, I cannot wait to get to show up for you guys again or for you listening to this. I cannot wait to get to show up for you. Oh my goodness, it fills my heart so much to think that like I I get to do this. I get to show up for you in this way. And hopefully my words can speak to you in some way to inspire you to to empower you to show you that you are lovable and worthy and enough just as you are. And so if you do want to stay around for actually Alexandra 2.0, um this new me who's also has all the best parts of the old me. Um there's a lot more coming and I have so many good episodes. This was really just a recap of my life and I promise they won't all be like this. I have some really good ones about actually forming a deep relationship with yourself. Um, one's about coming your own best friend, one about connecting more to your spirituality, um, and so many good things coming and, uh, I just can't wait. And just recording this feels like a weight off my shoulders because I'm finally speaking my truth and stepping into my truth and I I just feel so grateful that I want to cry I I walk around I take walks and I just look at the sky again because for months I wasn't doing that I was like not full of love and of light and of gratitude but I oh I could go on for hours about how grateful I am like I could cry right now just because I'm so happy but I'm so happy to be back with you guys and I thank you for sticking with me if you're gonna stick with me or if you're just listening to this like that means the world to me I don't really like that means the absolute world for to me so um yeah I am sending you guys so much love and so much light and I cannot wait to see you nope that's what I always accidentally say you will hear from me in the next episode and if you could please rate and review or just like post this on your Instagram stories and tag me because I I love to see if you guys listen or honestly just DM me and be like hey this is what I took away or like this was cool I related when you said this or like I don't agree with this you can always disagree with me (laughs) um but I just like the community aspect is is my favorite part of doing this work and that is something I lost for a while because I couldn't connect with myself so how was I supposed to connect with others I couldn't show up for you guys in the way that I wanted to and I'm so grateful to be able to do that again so anyways I will stop the seven hour ramble I'm sorry this episode was so long um but yeah thank you so much for being here and you my friend are a beautiful little soul don't ever forget it (laughs) 